Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Hey guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It is August 16th. Oh my gosh. It's August 16th. I feel so bad. Yesterday was Nipsey Hussle's birthday. Um, we didn't say happy birthday to Nip. RIP Nipsey Hussle. Happy birthday, Nipsey Hussle. I believe his birthday is August 15th. Um, but anyways, welcome to Morning Motivation. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I hope you guys have a, had a beautiful and blessed day. If you guys did not catch, I went live last night um, talking about just a few things in our community, what men want, what men, women need, and all of those good things. If you guys want to check that out, that is up there. I will be dropping a new Patreon uh, this week. I want to do it either today or tomorrow. Um, so you guys check out the Patreon that is linked below. If you're a first time watcher, good morning. My name is Brittany Daniel. Welcome to the morning motivation. Uh, in today's topic, we are going to be continuing a purpose driven life by Rick Warren. Now y'all, this book is morbid, mm, but we're going to keep reading and we're going to keep talking about it. I do have a video for you guys that I want you guys to hear before we get started. Just a little snippet. You know, I love my little Oprah, my little Oprah moment. I hope you guys are doing well. Go ahead and load up the comments and give a good shout out this morning um, so that we can get this party started. Hope you guys are doing well today, drinking a little coffee. Ooh, out of my morning motivation cup, because I need a little pick me up this morning, but I hope you guys are doing well. Let's jump into our morning prayer really quick, and then we'll get started in today's topic. If you are not spiritual or religious, are you do not subscribe to the Christian faith. I hope that you will stick around anyway, and I hope that it's okay that I pray for you anyway. All Everybody is welcome here, whether you're spiritual, believer, non-believer, doesn't matter. We do talk about God a lot. Disclaimer, we do talk about the Bible, we do talk about Jesus, and we do talk about God and all the good things. So hope you guys stick around and have and join us today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to uh, align with your purpose and what God has for us or what you have for us. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship and connect through the internet. Thank you for anybody that hears this message and that gets something out of it. I hope that they do. I pray that everybody that is going through anything, that they find solutions to their problem, that you help them overcome their obstacles, that you help them get out of their own way and get to their goal, the destination and the goal that you have for them. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Let's go ahead and go to the shout outs. Good morning, Shanta. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, May. Good morning. Cooking with Rosh. Another day the Lord has made. Ow. Good morning, Aja. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Desiree. Desiree? Desiree? Desiree. Good morning. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, KK Grand Rising. Shador, good morning. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Naturally Ann and Grand Rising, Kiki. And good morning and good afternoon to all that will come in a little later. Let me know if you guys have been liking the content that I've been dropping. I know it's, well, it's not different. It's, it's just uh, a little, uh, good morning, Vanity Flores. <laughs> it's just been a little, I guess controversial. I wouldn't necessarily call it controversial. I'm not a controversial type of person, but I do I do understand that what I say sometimes can make people a little uncomfortable. 
But I always want to tell you guys, it's always out of love. I am never above a um, a debate. I am never above anybody disagreeing with me. Um, I made a statement on my TikTok, actually. And, you know, anytime I talk, let me just say this, because I'm a skinny woman and I understand how this can this can poke at certain people. Anytime I ever talk about weight or it's all about health, it has nothing to do with me saying I'm better or that, you know, being skinny fixes everything. Never, never, never. I do not praise certain body types. I do not think that I am better than anybody because I am a naturally thin woman. I always tell skinny women, especially if you've been here for a while, that we are not healthy either. If we don't be in the gym if we or we don't work out, exercise, eat healthy and all of those things. So I just wanted to clear that up. Put that out there because somebody felt that I was being negative about their weight because they were plus size. I will never come for anybody with their weight because I understand how sensitive that is to some people, but I want us to be healthy as possible. And I feel like we do not talk about that enough in our community. We do not, you know, everybody can shame each other, but nobody wants to talk about a solution to a lot of our issues as black people. And if you are not a black person, it is okay. Come on in. Um, you know, no discrimination. However, and then you know what? It ain't just about black people, about people in general. How about that? People in general, the overall senses is we just need to be healthier. Y'all, America, we are just not healthy people. You know, not everybody, but we have a general senses of us not being healthy people. And I care about my people. I care about us. I care about you guys. And I want us all to be healthy. I'm also working on my health journey as well. That's why I'm telling you guys these things. I don't say anything that I'm not doing. So just wanted to clear that up, let y'all know. It's never about weight. It's always about health overall. All right, so let me see if I can pull this video up. Y'all know I love a good Oprah moment. Um, now, reading this book, right, I know I was looking at some of the comments and I see how some of you all were disagreeing with some of the things that's in this book. Always remember people are people, right? This is a person who wrote a book. Um, although I agree with a lot of it, I, although I agree with, you know, the references to the Bible, it's still somebody's interpretation. Rick Warren is not God. <laughs> Good morning, Lacey, Grand Rising. Rick Warren is not, um, he's just a person. So although a lot of what he's saying is, is rooted in truth, you know, truth to a certain degree, grand rising, um, he's still a person. So like I always tell you guys, right, take anything we listen to, we talk about, take it in. If it, if it, if it matters to you, ingest it. If it's like, eh, Brittany, I ain't just, I ain't hitting with it. It's Okay. Everything isn't for everybody. And sometimes things come and hit us at different times. I just felt, I sorry, y'all. I just felt led to, um, to share this with you guys and to talk about it. And so we're going to continue to talk about it. So this chapter is called life is a temporary assignment, right? Now, before we get into the book, I do want to go ahead and do a clip from, from the good sis, Oprah. She's my favorite motivation. Uh, motivational speaker on YouTube. And the reason being is because normally you can't find a whole lot of women. It's always men. Some of them yell at you. I'm a delicate flower. I do not like to be yelled at. 
So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen so you guys can um, join the party and join the club with this. And we're going to get this party started. Okay. Just these three. I could do 10. I could do a whole life class. But just these three things will carry you if you let them. First and foremost, knowing who you are. Knowing who you are. Being able to answer this question, who am I and what do I want? You know, many times when I go out of the country, I am baffled by that question to explain what is your occupation. I've, st I've stood there for 10 minutes. Well, am I talk show host? Well, I'm more than a talk show host. Am I a businesswoman? I'm a businesswoman. I'm more than a businesswoman. Am I an entrepreneur? I'm more than an entrepreneur. So I just leave it blank or self-employed. <laughs> so I'm not asking for the roles that you play as daughters. I'm not asking that question. What are the roles that you play as a daughter, as a friend, as a sister? You're going to be a lawyer. You're going to teach. You're going to be a pharmacist. I'm asking the bigger question of who am I? Who am I really? My answer is I am God's child. I am, I am that which is born of all that is. I am, as Pierre de Chardin said, a spiritual being having a human experience come trailing the breath of the ancestors yet, but trailing the breath of the angels. And understanding that because I am connected to the source of all that is, all that is possible is possible for me. That's who I am. And what do I want? I don't want to just be successful in the world. I don't want to just make a mark or have a legacy. The answer to that question for me is, I want to fulfill the highest, truest expression of myself as a human being. I want to fulfill the promise that the creator dreamed when he dreamed the cells that made up me. What do I want? You must have some kind of vision for your life. Even if you don't know the plan, you have to have a direction in which you choose to go. I never was the kind of woman who liked to get in a car and just go for a ride. I had a boyfriend who would say, let's just go for a ride. I want to know, where are we going? Do we have a destination? Is there a plan? Are we just riding?
Thank you. Forgot. I was saying I'm just like Oprah in that regard. Um, I don't like to just do stuff just to do it. I need a plan, a destination, all of that. Am I still on mute? Let me check. Test, test. Okay, I'm still on. I'm good. Y'all can hear me now. Thank y'all for letting me know. But where are we going? Have you guys thought about that? Since we've, since last week and everything that we've been talking about and discussing, don't forget to give this video a thumbs up, y'all, because y'all be coming in. We, the thumbs don't be matching the views. Please give the video a thumbs up. It helps me. Please. Helps me. But what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? You know, have you been contemplating? Last week we started reading this book. This week we've picked it back up. Or we're continuing to read it. Have you guys been co-creating your lives with God? Because this is what it's all about. Anyways, at least for me. You know, when I was led to read this book. What I got was purpose. Right? A lot of us are. A lot of us are not walking in purpose. It's a purpose-driven life. By Rick Warren. Hello, YF. Good morning. Welcome to the morning motivation. We've been reading a purpose-driven life over the last few days. This is day six. But it's all about purpose. Why are we here? You know, I really pray that when we come to morning motivation and you guys take the lessons that we talk about, the things that we talk about, the Bible scriptures and everything, and that you contemplate it and you pray and you have your own moment with God. You know, this is great. Keep showing up. Love you. Love you for being here. Right. We fellowship. We talk. You get a little word. You get a little little motivation. But are we taking the things that we're talking about, discerning them for yourself? Because I'm one person. Right. My interpretation is 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 mine. Are we ingesting the information or start researching our own or figuring out our own? I know somebody said that they ordered their book and they started reading it for themselves. The link is down below. Again, I'm doing a book giveaway Friday. So if you want to enter the book giveaway, go to BrittanyTheHost.com or you can go to my Instagram and enter there. I will be doing a giveaway on Friday for this book right here. It will have a different cover though. The one I have linked below also has a different cover, but it's the same book. What is the purpose of your life? Have you asked God? Have you co-created your life with God? What do you want? You know, what did it, what do you want? And does what you want align with God's purpose for you? Now, if you don't know, it's okay. That's the whole point of the point of this conversation and the whole course of action and why we're going about having these conversations. You know, and if you don't know, it's okay, but we have to figure it out as soon as possible. Because like this book keeps telling us, the quicker we figure out our purpose, the quicker we figure out God's plan for our lives, the quicker we can alleviate and let go of a lot of the stuff that we've been doing. Things get clearer. You stop doing activities that you used to do that don't align. Um, we stop hanging out with certain people. We stop entertaining certain things. We stop dating certain people because we know where our life is going. And no matter what we want or no matter what anybody wants for us, God's purpose overrules all of it, right? But what I will say, his purpose ultimately fulfills us the most. 
So if you've been out there struggling, if you're like, dang, I'm trying to figure it out, I'd have no clue, or you've been working at something and you're like, I want to say this too. Don't think because it feels like a dead end that it's always a dead end. That's why we have to pray and get discernment. Because sometimes we just have to be patient in that season. You know, it's like when you plant seeds in a garden, right? When you plant seeds in a garden, don't think that they're going to flourish overnight. You know, do you guys know that it takes bamboo over five years to start sprouting? Five years. So don't think because you're you're sowing your seeds or you're doing the work and you're not seeing the fruits of your labor happen overnight that all is lost and you're doing the wrong thing. No, God doesn't do microwave. I want to say that. God does not do. We have a sense of urgency and microwave and I need it now and I got to do it now and it has to happen now, 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 now. Six months to a year, right? That's our favorite. <laughs> I got to do this in six months to a year. Sometimes God's plan for you ha- takes years to manifest itself. And sometimes you got to go through this to become this person and go through this to become this person. It's all right. It's all woven. We talked about that yesterday. What do you, what is your mantra for life? Is it a journey? I think it's a journey. You know, the book says it's a test. I believe that too. And we talked about that yesterday. We went off the rails a little bit. We talked about that. You know, so for you, really contemplate that. Ask him. If you don't know, if you're still lost, like, man, I've been trying, Brittany. I've been trying this, figuring out. I've been working at this job. I don't know my purpose. And I get it. It can get very distracting with everything we have in life, with bills, with kids, family, with with our our, our past pains and, and trauma and drama. But there was a reason why we went through some of those things, right? Um, I have somebody that I'm working with and love her to pieces. She went through so much. I'm like, girl, you got to write a book about that. God did not put you through all of that for nothing. Nothing that happened to you in your life, especially early on, was for nothing. Nothing is for nothing, especially if it wasn't in your control. So we have to ask, why did I go through that? You know, it just didn't happen to you. You weren't life's punching bag. You know, you didn't grow up like that just for nothing. Remember, the book tells us everything happens for a reason in our childhood. We were born who we were born to at the time we were born, the gender, race, Ethnicity, everything, religion, everything for a reason. And there's purpose in that. So I pray that as we go through these pages, as we continue to deep dive into this book and continue to have these conversations, that we are sitting in there and we're figuring out our purpose. And if you figured it out, on point. Now, once you figure out your purpose, then you got to figure out what you're going to do with it. Then the plans come in place. You know, then the, then the work starts. You know, because we could be, we think that we, we we doing it over here and we find out our purpose has is over here. And then also remember your purpose isn't always attached to money. You know, your, your job doesn't always necessarily have to be a part of your purpose. Your job can just be a job. You know, your job can just be a job. It could be the thing that's paying the bills while your purpose is out there changing lives. Or it can be connected as well. 
It can be two in the same. So anybody's out there that is still struggling, still doesn't understand, still doesn't know where to go. Keep praying. Keep asking God to reveal it. Keep working on yourself. Keep developing. Don't stay stuck. Keep moving forward. You know, if you need any help around this subject or regard or anything like that, certified life coach, link down below, get a 30 minute free session with me and see if I'm a good fit to work with you. I ain't for everybody, but I think I do a pretty good job. <laughs> ask my, ask my, my former clients. But anyways, so chapter six says life is a temporary assignment. It says the Lord reminds us of how brief our time on this earth will be. Remember me and my days and are, that are numbered and that my life is fleeting away. I'm here on earth just for a little while with Psalms 119 and 19. And the other one was Psalms 30, 39 and 4. Life on earth is a temporary assignment. Okay. To make the best, and I'm going to skip around this chapter just so we can get the most out of it. To make the best use of our lives, you must never forget two truths. First, compared, compared with eternity, life is extremely brief. Compared to eternity, life is extremely brief. We get maybe, if we're lucky, 100 years, if we're lucky. And how we eat, <laughs> how we do, uh, maybe 85, if we're lucky, you know? So. If we think science will tell us that the world has been here for millions of years, the Bible tells us that the, the, we've been here for thousands of years. So if you think about our life in a, in a time span, our life is very short. Second, Earth is only a temporary residence. You won't be here for long, so don't get too attached. As God, Ask God to help you see life on Earth as he sees it. The David David's pray David prayed, Lord, help me to recognize how brief my time on earth will be. Help me to know that I am here, but for a moment, a moment more. Repeatedly, the Bible compares life on earth to temporary living in a foreign country. This is not your permanent home or final destination. You're just passing through, just visiting earth. The Bible uses terms like alien, pilgrim, foreign, stranger, visitor, and traveler to describe our brief stay on earth. David said, I am but a foreigner here on earth. And Peter explained, if you all, if you call God your father, live your time as temporary residents on earth. Mm. God said to his children, God said, God says his children are to think differently about life from the way unbelievers do. All they think about is life here on earth, but we are citizens of earth, citizens in heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. Real believers understand this is the book. This is not me, by the way. I'm reading this book. These are not my personal beliefs. Did want to say that. Real believers understand that there is Far more to life than just a few years on this planet. I would I would agree that a lot of the way we treat each other, good morning, the way we treat each other, the way people operate on this planet, 
They do operate as if they're not, we don't all go somewhere. You know, like they're going to be here forever. And some people don't care and that's okay. So it says, God is very blunt about the dangers of living for the here and now and adopting values, priorities, and lifestyles of the world around us. When we flirt with the temper, them to take, uh, excuse me, when we flirt with the temptations of the world, God calls it spiritual adultery. When we flirt with the temptations of the world, God calls it spiritual adultery. The Bible says you're cheating on God. I never heard this. What, what chapter is this? What, what book is this? The Bible says you're cheating on God if all you want is your own way. Flirting with the world every chance you get and end up, you end up the enemy of God and his way. That's interesting. <laughs> what do y'all think about that? It says the Bible says that we are Christ's ambassadors. Sadly, many Christians have betrayed their kingdom. This book is harsh. I told y'all. I told y'all this book is hard. She'd be going right for the jugular. It says the Bible says we are Christ's ambassadors. Sadly, many Christians have betrayed their king and his kingdom. They have foolishly uh, concluded that because they live on earth, this is their home. And it's not. The Bible is clear. Friends, this world is not your home. So you so don't make yourself cozy in it. Don't indulge in your ego at the expense of your soul. Don't indulge in your ego. Child Chile. Don't indulge in your ego at the expense of your soul. It says God warns us not to get too attached to what's around us because it is temporary. We're told that in those frequent contact with the things of the world should make good use of them without becoming attached to them for this world and all that contains it will pass away. Mm. What do y'all think about that? Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. What does that look like for a lot of people? What does that look like? That's cussing people out. <laughs> that's treating each other poorly, wrong. You know, that's doing things for a quick buck, not being honest, you know, doing what we want to do and not doing what's right. And when I say right, it has nothing to do with religion. It's just period, just treating, treating ourselves, the planet, people in a good way, treating our bodies in a good way. And again, I'm not condemning or judging anybody. This is this book is got to be prepared. I told y'all when I first read this book years ago, I read the first chapter and put it down. I was not ready. This book is no no joke, y'all. This is smack you upside your head. We are preparing for something even better. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. The fact that the earth is not our ultimate home explains why, as followers of Jesus, we, are, we experience dif uh, difficulty, sorrow, rejection in this world. It also explains why, why some of God's promises seem unfulfilled, 
Some prayers seem unanswered and some circumstances seem unfair. This is not the end of the story. In order to keep us from becoming too attached to this earth, God allows us to feel a significant amount of discontent, dissatisfaction in life, longing, longings that will never be fulfilled on the in this eternity, this side of eternity. Let me pause that right there. Oh, I had something good to say. Oh, I forgot I missed it. Oh, it slipped my mind. What do y'all think? Y'all quiet today. What's going on over there? We can't get too attached, you guys. It says that's why we'll be dissatisfied in this life. I think that's also why the Bible says don't don't hold our treasures here in heaven. Hello. Don't hold our treasures here in heaven. For they all go away and diminish. I want to know what y'all think. Let me know. Man, so let's see. It's Proverbs Day. It says we make our own Proverbs 16 says we make our own plans, but the Lord gives us the right answer. People may be pure in our eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for his own purpose. Even the wicked for the day of disaster. The Lord detests the proud and they will surely be punished. Unfailing love and unfaithfulness makes anointment, makes atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. When people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. Better to have little with godliness and to be rich and dishonest. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Good morning. I'm just taking in this word. Child, this thing I told y'all is heavy. It's heavy because it, it, it diminishes everything that we've been taught, right? You know, we can't get too attached to this world. We can't get too attached to, to, to the shiny objects that are in front of us. That's why people will sell and, and do whatever to get it. They'll cheat. They'll lie. They'll steal. Cheat, lie, and steal just for temporary satisfaction. But it says that's why we will never be satisfied here on this earth because we're not supposed to be. We're not supposed to be satisfied. And he programmed us that way. And now reading that, that makes a lot of sense. You ever got something and, and wanted more instantly? Or a couple hours later, you wanted something else? We're, we're not supposed to be satisfied. We're not supposed to be. And not to say that you can't have a fun, fulfilling life. And that's another thing I want you guys to take. When we're talking about these things, don't feel like you have to have a weary, dreary, like, oh, my life. I'm not supposed to get it. God didn't tell you couldn't have fun. I don't think that we're supposed to be miserable. We're not supposed to be out here just hating life and dreading life. No, 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 no. All it's warning us is don't get too attached to the shiny objects. Don't get too, you know, crazy about what this person has, what this person has. Something came to me and I see your guys' comments. Thank you. Keep letting me know. I'm going to read them. It hit me one day, right? Because I was just like, dang, God, I've been doing X, Y, and Z. Why don't I have X, Y, and Z? 
And it came to me and it said, you don't, (laughs) what came to me, and this is just my, my interpretation. You don't have them because you would be too distracted. I was like, say what, say, huh? I feel like God really does protect the ones that he knows are, and not to say that anybody's better. Let me, before I say this, I'm not saying anybody's better than anybody, but I feel like, you know, when parents know what child is going to do right and what child is just going to be them, I think he knows us all. And I think that when he knows that if we were given the right circumstances and placed in the right time and he knows our temptations, he knows that, hey, if I let you go this way or if I expose you to this, you may never come back. One thing I always prayed to God for, I was like, God, I know I'm not perfect, but don't ever let me stray too far left and too far right. Even when I stray away from you, even when I know I'm doing wrong, I've I've prayed this, y'all. Even when I know I wasn't really in alignment And I wasn't doing everything I was supposed to do. I was like, God, I know I'm I'm drifting over here, but don't ever let me go too far left and too far right. That's been my life's prayer because we ain't going to get it right all the time. So if I'll go over here a little bit, just don't let me go too far to self-destruction, to addiction, to the things I can't come back from. That's what I've always prayed to God for, right? Just don't let me go too far left, too far right. And when he told me the reason why you don't have certain things is because I'm, I, I need to protect you because you would be too distracted. It made so much sense. The reason why a lot of us don't have a lot of the things that we want, that we pray for, the man, the children, the, 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 the job or whatever is because we'd be too distracted. We would, we would, we would neglect our purpose in order to fulfill our own desires and needs. I truly believe that because, and when, when that, when that came to me, that made so much sense. I was like, Oh, cause I know myself. And that's one thing we got to Y'all, we, if you're not real with yourself, if we are not real with ourselves, we're playing ourselves. I always talk about that. You have to be, a hundred with yourself. I don't know what the kids call it nowadays. We say a hundred. One hundred. You have to be one hundred transparent, authentic, truthful to yourself, to thy own self be true. So if we lie to ourselves like God, no, I won't. Come on now. <laughs> he knows who's responsible and who's not. Too much is given, much is required. So you may be at a stage or a level because he's waiting for you to mature in that aspect. He's waiting for you to mature because he knows if he gives it to you too soon, you're going to fumble the bag. You're going to fumble it. He doesn't want to do that because he knows that your life and your purpose is precious. That's why he don't microwave us. That's why he doesn't give us anything microwavable because he knows like if I give it to you, a quick inheritance is soon lost, right? Absolutely. Thank you. If he gives it to you, you will be lost. You know, and people, I put this on my TikTok as well. Basics with Brittany. I said, um, and I said this to women. I said, some of y'all don't have husbands or children because you're, you're not, 
it's not meant for you right now or or maybe not ever. And I know that that's not what we some of us want to hear because and the Bible will tell us that everybody's not meant to be married. Everybody's not meant. And I'm not saying that you can't have those things if you want them. But sometimes we want things because society has told us that that's what we need to be happy. You know, I said that on TikTok and I had men in my comments like, yeah, right. Some people only see us as baby makers and wives. That's not our problem. If you want those things, I'm not telling you to to throw away the desire. I'm not telling you that. But sometimes we don't have the things that we want because we're not going to be focused on God's purpose. What did this book say? The book said we're not here to fulfill our own desires. Is it possible? Yeah. Sometimes, but God, I feel like God knows, okay, you're my child. I'm going to protect you for the my children that are lost. Y'all go ahead. Just have at it because y'all ain't, y'all ain't going to listen no way. So I'm going to just let y'all do what y'all want to do. I'm going to keep the kids that are listening over here. It's just like school. It's just like families. Everybody has, has the, the, the wild child that's going to go off and do what they want to do. That was me. Couldn't contain me. I was going to go travel, do whatever I wanted to do. We just going to let you go. Cause you ain't, you ain't going to listen. So we just going to let you go out. that way. <laughs> I feel like God, God is like us. I don't, I don't know why people, if God has jealousy in his heart and we're in the likeness of him, why wouldn't he have other, any other emotion that we have? Right? So really think about that. There might be a reason why you're not rolling in the dough. And not to say that you can't ever get there. Maybe God is waiting on you to be mature. Maybe God is like, well, I want to bless you with this, but I know if I gave you that money right now, Mm-mm. You mess it up. You be you be up in Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all at the Range Rover dealership. That ain't what I told you to do with that money. <laughs> you would forget me and go off. And I'm not telling you guys that's the reason to be stagnant. I'm not telling y'all that's not that's a reason to just stop working on yourself, bettering yourself. But there may be a reason in the season of why you don't have what you want right now. There may be a reason in a season why the things that you're praying for are not coming into fruition. That's why aligning with his purpose is ultimately important. And knowing yourself, knowing yourself is extremely important. Knowing yourself is extremely important because if you're not honest with yourself, how you know what you can, which, which, come on now. We know. Let's see. Um, thank y'all. <laughs> Vanity says, amen. Sometimes God says, no, it's not right now. It's his plan is always better. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. I am taking in this word. Thank you, Sasha. Good morning. Desiree says, so true, even though uh, I have a lot of material wise can still come up empty. Absolutely. And again, I'm not saying you can't want material. You know, I think that 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 adds us motivation. We're still here on this planet to experience it. Right. I'm not saying that you can't want it or not save up for it or over the, but it's all temporary. All of this stuff, if I, God forbid, if I go, the house is still going to be here. 
the laptop still going to be all this stuff is going to be here. I can't we can't take none of it with us. So we can't hold that too much value in it. You know, we can't think that the Louis Vuitton bag makes anybody better or it makes you a better person because you have it. A lot of a lot of the our culture in America is is more so to have things to feel rich instead of actually working on being rich. You know, a lot of people want the Louis and the Gucci and that's cool. Again, I like that stuff too. I love designer. I think I love going in stores, feeling stuff, trying stuff. I love it. But it doesn't make anybody better. So never place your value or what somebody has over anything. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Jewel says, I remember being so hard on myself after graduating college because I just, I was just so lost. But three years later, I know it's a journey and I'm figuring it out on the way. Absolutely. But y'all, anytime you're lost, anytime you don't get it, sometimes you can feel like you found your purpose. And then you another time you like, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's just taking a whack at it. Always remember that. Even CEOs, even new business owners. You know how many times I've watched documentaries and heard stories? And people say, even Oprah, she said when she left her show after 20 plus years and started her own her own network called Own, she had no clue what she was doing. Nobody knows until they figure it out. So don't ever feel like everybody's figured out their lives. Nobody has figured it out. We are not of this planet. <laughs> now, some people are aligned with their purpose, but just because God tells you your purpose doesn't mean he gives you, he doesn't give you all the instructions. Remember we talked about that? He doesn't give you step, you know, when we get instructions, when we get some Ikea furniture, we get instructions with all the, all the pictures on it and all the pieces. God gives you step by step. All right, he'd be like step one. Now what they do on TikTok, step one. <laughs> he waits on us to complete step one. Step two, he does not give us all the instructions. He doesn't ever go, all right, you're going to go here. He might give you what the overall picture looks like. You might get glimpses and images of what your future may look like, but he doesn't give you all the steps. So don't ever feel like you're, you're, you're not just always pray. And like the great Oprah Winfrey says, what's the next right step? If you can't figure it out, you just ask God and ask yourself, what can I do right now? What's the next step ahead of me? Right, Miss Debbie, this is deep scriptures. It deep. And I think that's why a lot of people flee away from it because it holds us accountable. I don't think a lot of people want to hear. This is not, this ain't no, this book is nothing to play with y'all. This is, this will hit you right in the jugular and smack you upside your head and and when we thought it was all about us, when we thought about we had so much time and this and this and that, you got to be ready for this book, okay? She Amber says, this makes me think of the serenity prayer. We are never going to be fully happy or satisfied. We will be reasonably happy. Yeah, because as soon as we become satisfied, we want something else. We are pro, y'all, the book, the we are programmed that way. We are programmed unless you have true fulfillment and you just, and I think you can be when you just have true acceptance. I think you can be so content and so zen if you just have full acceptance. It's full acceptance of yourself, 
full acceptance of your circumstances. Don't just sit in it. Do something about it if it's negative. But just acceptance. Miss Debbie says, God's chosen people to endure more trials than, than anyone in this life. Um, that is what pulls us closer to him and less of this world. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> KK said, child, I had to clutch my pearls because <laughs> this waiting season is no joke. I never thought of it like that. Absolutely. You may be exactly single no children because it's not about that and he knows that if you had a man or if you had kids you'd be so engulfed in that that you would be distracted on your purpose unfortunately men get the the luxury of they can have kids whenever they want to so they don't put their eggs in that basket they're not sitting there like oh i need to hurry up and I think that for some of us, and I and I know people are not going to like this. I know people are going to be like, how dare you? Your life is so unfulfilled. Except that that might not be your lot in life. And that's okay. Because the quicker we come to terms and just allow, the easier our lives will be. Because then we don't have all these expectations and get all this disappointment. When we're born, God didn't promise us marriage. God didn't promise us, you know, if we get it great. If you meet somebody and that's what you want and that's what you desire, absolutely. But your desires can change, y'all. There was a point in my life where that's all I cared about was marriage and children. All I cared about. And then one day it just hit me like, what if that's not a part of my purpose? I think it's when we really... Started reading this, y'all. I was like, what if that's not a part of my purpose? And then I started looking around at my life and thinking about things. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Y'all, as much as I sometimes be wanting kids, Zara is enough. Zara be wanting to go for a walk sometimes. I'd be like, oh, Lord, what you, you got to put food in your bowl. <laughs> and that's a dog. So sometimes we can get so bent on what we think we're supposed to want. What the world tells us we want, what society will beat down our throats and tell us that that is what makes us valuable so much to the point that we're like, we're not valuable without that. Yes, you are. Your value comes from you and God. And again, I'm not jumping on the don't get married, don't have babies. I'm not jumping on. I'm not telling you to jump on no train. This is not a train. This is just a realization that I came up with to myself. It may happen. And that's okay for me. But I don't want people walking around feeling like they're nothing or they're purposeless. If that of those two things that are very temporary do not happen to them, regardless of what happens in this time, you do not take your children with you. You do not take your husband with you. Everyone dies alone. Everyone. I don't care if you're married 40 years. Every single person dies alone. So don't let society beat you over the head and making you think that you're less than or you're purposeless because you don't have a couple of things that this world has. It's okay. Percy says, I don't want no $30 million. I know for me, I can't, I can handle one or two. It's just me. If I had 30 million, 
Y'all would never see me again on morning motivation. Me neither. I'd be like, you know, I love y'all, but I'm about to do this. Actually, I probably would because I feel like it's my purpose. But I'd be doing it on a yacht somewhere. You know, it's interesting. I was watching Anthony O'Neill and they said that a man, there's only a certain level that a man can get to on his own before needing a wife and a partner to do the rest, which I thought was very interesting. Most most men can't get to that that mark without a without a significant other. And I do want to say this. I am not anti-marriage and I'm not anti-kids. If that is what you want, if that's what I also desire those things. You know, I'm not telling you can't desire them. I'm not telling that. I'm just saying it is okay if your life does not end up that way because it might be that might be what it was supposed to be. <laughs> I appreciate that, Jewel. Thank you. Uh, Kivana says, as well as he talks about blessings that he gives us, if he gives us all our blessings, we'll forget about him. Oh, child. Yeah. Sedmon says, God may have feelings like us, but we are of a flesh and he has grace and mercy for all of his children. Absolutely. I never said that he didn't. That's why we are still here. He continues to forgive us. But what I'm saying is, is that people tend to forget that he has other emotions outside of jealousy. Like they kind of take, um, not that God is human, but they kind of overlook that we are in the likeness of him. Yes, we are of a flesh, so we make mistakes, but he still has other emotions. There's no way God only has jealousy. The Bible says God is a jealous God. Why wouldn't he have all the other emotions? So that's what I mean by that. And you can still, and the thing is, you can still love your children and have and forgive your children and still not want to rock with them. We do that as human beings. We know the people that have strayed and have gone and not to say that you can't ever come back and he won't forgive you and all of that. No, that is between you and your relationship with God. What I'm saying is that he knows his children. There's some of his children on this planet that do not believe in him. And that's okay. He gave us free will. The book is called The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. He gave us free will. So he understands all his children don't rock with him. Just like some of people, just some people don't rock with their parents. But if you don't rock with your parents, don't you think your parents going to rock with who rock with them? That's what I'm just saying. Not to say that he won't forgive. I'm not saying that you can't come back. I'm not saying that he doesn't have mercy and doesn't love us. Of course he loves us. Your parents can not like you and love you too. <laughs> you can like somebody and not love them. I mean, you can love somebody and not like them. You can love somebody and not appreciate what they're doing. He loves all of us, but there's no way he was proud of Hitler. There's no way he was proud of people who who can who have the authority to do right and they choose to do evil. He may love them. Don't mean he rock with them or like them. That's just my interpretation, though, because I feel like we think that because God is forgiving and that. God is um, a loving vessel that he. He just will take anything. I don't think it works. I personally don't think it works like that. I personally don't think it works like that. But that's me. That's my interpretation. But if if God was just, if God just said, hey, y'all do whatever y'all want. I'm just going to sit here and watch my children play. 
If that was the case, there would be no reason to do right. There would be no heaven and hell or whatever is on the next side. There wouldn't be a reason that he tests us every day. There would be no reason to be a good person. There would be no reason to live in purpose and fulfill his purpose for our lives. So we have to understand that if God, if the Bible tells us, right? And I don't know anybody else's religious beliefs or background. I don't know what the Quran says about this. But if God is a jealous God and we've seen him destroy cities, we've heard of him destroying cities, flooding the world. He can love you and not rock with you. He can love you. And my, and this is me. This God didn't say this. This is me. So take this with a grain of salt. If this don't apply, throw it out. God can love you and not rock with you. God can love you and be like, you too far gone, son, daughter. But I will always be here if you call me. But he, cannot, he can't intervene on a life that does not ask for it. You know, I always give this analogy that if say, say you're a child, I give this analogy a lot, right? Say you're a child and you're playing with blocks on the floor and you're building a castle and God is your father. He's watching you. He's sitting behind you, right? And one of your blocks is behind you and you can't see it. The piece that you need to complete your castle is right there behind you, but you can't see it. And you're looking around, you're looking around, you're getting frustrated, like, oh, I want to complete my castle. God can't help you unless you ask him. He wants to intervene. He's sitting back there like, hey, all you got to do is turn around and ask me and I'll, and I'll tell you exactly where your block is. But a lot of us go, I got it, I got it, I got it. And he's sitting there like, I'm right here. All you got to do is ask. And then when we turn around, we say, God, can you help me, please? He goes, here you go. I was just waiting on you to ask. He gave us free will. He does not intervene if we do not ask him. So if he has children that he may love on this planet, if they do not believe in him, not saying that he won't show up, not saying that he won't give them grace and save them and stuff. Not saying that I'm not God. I don't know how he operates on that level. But I'm saying is if he if we are in the likeness of him. And God, the Bible tells us that God is a jealous God. Why wouldn't he have other emotions? Why wouldn't he be disappointed? Why wouldn't he be enthusiastic and and and, and ashamed or what? All the other emotions. They just God's just jealous. That's it. He's just angry. That's it. I don't. I don't agree. I feel, and this is me again. My interpretation. That's why I said you. We all have to talk to him align ourselves with the purpose and figure out what he wants for us and how he's speaking to every single one of us. But from what I've just been studying and reading and learning and, and doing for God with myself, I feel like he, he, he loves us all, but don't mean he rock with all his kids. Y'all love y'all family members. There's some, some y'all won't even talk to. You feel me? I'm just saying. <laughs> Percy says, uh, Brittany, you said there is a point where a man needs a woman to cross the other threshold. I believe that Obama needed Michelle to become president. And I see my dad a uh, grown, grown man when he got a wife grow as a man. Absolutely. I definitely look, I definitely believe in partnership. I definitely believe in marriage. I believe that your life is different and on a whole different level because it's spiritual. You have two versus one. 
And um, I, I think that there's something so powerful about marriage. And when you partner up and you do it with the right person and the right individual, you have no choice but to grow when you're with somebody because they're a mirror. It's harder to grow by yourself because you can only grow but so far by yourself. You don't know the ways and areas that you need to work on yourself and better yourself if it's just you. But all I'm saying is I want to free women of this this stigma that that's all we're here for. Sometimes it don't work like that. Not to say that you can't desire. I'm not telling anybody to abandon their dreams and their goals. But if it hasn't happened for you yet, it's okay. It may just not be your time. Not to say don't work on yourself, not to hold yourself accountable for the mistakes that you've made in the past. Not to say that, you know, it's not doable. But if we see life, it's not for everyone. Just like being a millionaire is not for everyone. Being a, a teacher is not for everyone. Having multiple children is not for everyone. So it's okay if that those two boxes don't get checked. And I'm trying, the reason why I bring that up a lot is because I'm trying to free women of the pressure because a lot of them don't even want it for themselves. They want it because they feel pressure because they feel they're, that's all they're valuable for because men, especially these random men on the internet will tell you and demean you and diminish you to only being a vessel for baby making in, in their household. That's it. That's all. That's the only reason why I reiterate that over and over again, because I get so many messages from women who are devastated because they're coming up on 30 years old and they don't have a husband or children yet. Your life is not over. You can still have a purpose-driven life, a fulfilled life without those two things. Do people love it when they have? Absolutely. If that's what you want, still want it. But don't feel like you're less than because you don't have it. Men, don't feel like you're, y'all don't feel that way. Y'all don't hold y'all's value in being a husband or a father. Y'all don't. So that's why I don't even say it to men. Because a lot of y'all be like, hey, if it happens, it happens. That's the type of energy I'm trying to get women to have as well. If you have to go to work, have a beautiful and blessed day. That's the only reason why I say it. Because people don't say that to women. They say it to men all the time. Most men are like, hey, if I'm if I get married, I get married. If I have kids, I have kids, whatever. Or they want them, but they're like, ah, eh, whatever. That's the kind of energy I want women to have. Because we have so much societal pressure. Y'all go on my go on my 30 uh go on my 30 single no kids video and go read the comments. If y'all don't believe me. If y'all don't believe me that the nasty, demeaning things that men will tell women about themselves. Oh, you that's you going to be old uh, cat lady. I don't even like cats. <laughs> oh, she got a dog. I love my dog. And proud of it. Do dog mom. You know what I mean? So the reason why I reiterate that and say that so much is I'm not anti-marriage. I am not anti-kids. I want women, if it's God's purpose for them, I want you to fulfill everything that your heart desires. Everything that your heart desires. And I think that marriage is beautiful when it's with the right person. I think that it can be amazing with the right person, but it's the wrong when it's with the wrong person, it's hell. And because women feel so much pressure a lot of the times by society, by family, by random people on the internet telling them that their value is held in marriage and children, they end up rushing in there with the wrong person. They end up just settling and then they get then they become 
single moms or they're they're in torture or torment by being tied to the wrong person. I want to free women of that. It's okay to have or want both or be like, you know what? If it happens, it happens. Men, y'all have that freedom and I get it because of time and society does not pressure y'all the same way. Society beats us down like that is the only thing we are valuable to do. And that is not true. Your value comes from God, not men on the internet, not society telling you what a modern woman is. And then, 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 then. your value comes from you and God. That's it. That's why I, I tell women that all the time. And I'm going to continue to say that because there's too many people telling them that they're worthless that they're nothing, that their eggs are going to dry up, that they're going to be a cat woman, where you're man, why you're not married, where your husband. It's okay. <laughs> your life can still have purpose, fun, meaning, and all of the above without those things. Just like a man's life can be full, meaningful without those things. And just because you have those things does not mean that you're going to be happy or fulfilled. You see what I mean? So that's all. And if and if and you get those things and, and it makes you happy and fulfilled, girl, go ahead, sis. I'm happy for you. But not with the pressure. And uh, she Amber, you know that's how they talk too, especially them Caribbean. Well, you man. Why you're not married? You're lesbian? No. <laughs> Percy says, but my dad did tell me. When uh, when you get married, be ready to hear some criticism you've never heard about yourself because women tend to see things you never saw. And women, the same is for men. When you partner up, you are going to hear things about yourself that you did not realize. When you're in a relationship, you're going to be tested. You're going to be strengthened because you're going to be like, wow, I have this and this and this to work to work on. When you're by yourself, you do not know. That's the that's the downside. You only know what you know for you and what you feel like you should work on. But when you get with somebody else, they tell you, you need to work on this, this, and this. And you'd be like, oh, my bad. I didn't know I was, I ain't know I had to still had to work on that. <laughs> Jamber says, I have a, a family that is Caribbean. I definitely know how they talk. Absolutely, you know. Where you man? Why you not married? All right, but it's okay. We can still live a fulfilled, purpose-driven life no matter what God has for us. And if you want that, keep working on yourself. Keep doing everything it is that God has fulfilled you here to do. And if that is a part of your purpose and your plan and you work on yourself and you grow and you learn from past mistakes and you level up your mind and your mentality, you set your standards, vet date properly definitely possible for you but we want to marry the right people not just to say we're married or not just to say that we're in a relationship or not just to say we have kids we want it with the right person because having kids and being attached to the wrong person may be your okay i love you guys so much i hope you guys have a beautiful beautiful blessed day happy tuesday um, you guys go check out my live stream. I did last night what women want, what men want. Be on the lookout of subscribe to the Patreon. If you guys need any type of help with life, 
if you're feeling lost, if you need an accountability partner, if you are struggling to get to your goals or figuring out what your purpose is, whatever the case may be, click the link down below for a 30 minute free session. You guys do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. <laughs> How you? It's my girl. How you don't have no mind? Exactly. <laughs> don't even mention Mary. <laughs> exactly. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up. You guys go uh, check out the rest of my content. Um, I love you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Ladies, take the pressure off yourself. Enjoy your life. Um, align. Get better. Make sure you guys are praying. Make sure you guys are asking God your purpose. Make sure you are doing the things that are pleasing in his sight and fulfill your purpose because that's over everything. Have a great, beautiful, blessed day. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Bye, y'all.